Hello? Yes, yes, I'm an electrician, not a problem. An EICR, yes, I can carry out an EICR for you, not a problem. That is a whole electrical inspection of the property to let you know what the condition of the property is, that it's safe to let out as a landlord. Yes, not a problem. And they're $29.99 for one of them. And yet, whereabouts are you? Oh, you're quite local. I could probably see your house out the window. When can I do it? It's already done, mate. I'll send you the invoice. Some people, I believe, actually do that. They issue an EICR test certificate without actually doing any work. An electrical installation condition report is a thorough inspection of that whole property to make sure that it is safe and make sure it's up to current regulations, maybe. Maybe it's not, but you can give some recommendations and it still passes the, um, the inspection, maybe. But it's to let the customer know the current situation of the electrical installation. Not just turn up, have a look at the job and say, right, yeah, I'm out of here and then charge your customer just for turning up and having a look. And some people, they do, they take around 30 minutes to do an EICR, which it's impossible to do. It cannot be done. It takes longer than that to fill out the test results on the certificate. But a lot of electricians do it, and they do. They put their name to the certificate, basically to say that, yes, that installation is safe, and I'm happy to walk away. You get covered by insurance. You go and put a tenant in that property. It's safe to use. Maybe without doing all the checks. And every electrician that's going out there confirming and writing satisfactory on that certificate that that electrical installation is safe, well, they're leaving themselves liable. Liable for if anything happens in the long run. Toolbox talks for electricians, helping electricians reduce stress, gain back time, and earn more money. Ben Poulter, back once again from Toolbox Talks of Electricians. I am your host, and this podcast is all about EICRs, Electrical Installation Condition Reports. Do you see them as a pain in the ass or an easy moneymaker? Because only one of them statements is true, and I'm going to explain why. Now, first, let's dig into what the hell an EICR is. Well, basically, it's a report of the whole installation done by a competent person. When I say a competent person, it's got to be someone that knows what they're talking about. You can't just go in there and say, right, this guy's intelligent. Let's get him to test the house and guess if it's safe. It's got to be someone that knows about the electrical industry, basically an electrician to go in there and test and inspect that property. And then once electrician has issued a certificate to say, yes, that property is satisfactory, that's their name. Their name, they're signing away sort of thing or signing on that contract. On that contract it is a legally binding contract to say that that property is safe. Then you're liable in the long run. If anything happens, like an electrical fire or anyone passes away, I hope nothing like that ever happens. But if anything happens like that, you leave yourself liable to be sued in court. And just that thought alone, it scares the shit out of me. Thinking, have I left that property in a safe condition? I always say to customers, I would rather that circuit trip off if there's a fault than cause a fire. So if someone phones me up and says, oh, this circuit keeps tripping. Well, yeah, if it's got water in the appliance or maybe something, maybe some people, everyone's not perfect. You sometimes leave things loose or maybe do things a little bit wrong. 
which if that circuit trips off, still, I'd rather it trip off than catch fire. And I think that you should be maybe a little bit scared too, because you think in a society we live in today where there's blame, there's a claim. If anything happens in a property you've worked in, ah, the insurance company are going to employ somebody to find a fault and find somebody to blame. So the insurance doesn't have to pay out. This happens all the time. They will dig deep. You hear it with um, these horror stories with cars. Oh, you didn't have a fake, uh, a right MOT. You didn't have the car serviced. You've got to keep the condition reports like legit sort of thing. You can't just go sign them off. I don't know whether some people do do this sort of thing. I don't know of anybody that does it, but they just sign an electrical test certificate off for just the money. They get 30 quid or get the 100 quid or get whatever to sign these off. It's a bit like the dodgy MOTs that you get. Some people get a dodgy MOT and that car's not even safe to be on the road. What if anything happens? And it'll backtrack by the insurance company will employ someone to find someone to blame and say, hey, that was an MOT company. Shouldn't have passed that um, car to be on the road because the brakes were faulty. Well, this is the same scenario with electrical EICRs. Years ago, when I first started out, I did do quite a lot of EICRs for letting companies and stuff like that, but I don't do them a lot anymore. I hated doing them. They were boring and they took me ages. I was always under the understanding that you have to take mostly every socket off to confirm that it's all tight and it's sort of an MOT on that property. You make sure everything, the bathroom light's adequate, that everything's RCD protected on the sockets, or if they're not, you flag it up and do a recommendation. There's so many things that you can write down on that test certificate. So many things that it takes more than half an hour. So these days, I am lucky if I do maybe one a month, which suits me fine. And I think I don't do a lot of them. It's because there is people out there that will do them for £99. Well, I always budget myself at least a whole day to be able to do an EICR. And if you're an electrician earning yourself £100, ah, it's not really worth it. You can get that labouring up on site. You can get £120 of labour on site shifting bricks when you've got no responsibility. So I wouldn't do it. I'm not interested in doing EICRs for £100. It's not worth my qualification. I didn't do all these qualifications over the years and learn all the experience of knowing how electricity should be safe to be able to earn a quick 100 quid. But then sit there at night and think, hopefully that job don't catch fire because I'm liable. I do think to be able to test every circuit, maybe in a normal three-bed domestic house, say there's, I don't know, seven circuits, to be able to test every circuit properly, it's going to take you more than an hour. Let's be honest. If they've got fancy lights, you've got to get the light fittings down, you've got to test them, you've got insulation resistance. You've just, it just doesn't take an hour. It takes too long. So you know for a fact, if people are going in there and giving someone a ticket for an ERCR for an hour, they haven't done it properly. It's obvious. It's just blatantly obvious. And I think there's only one way that electricians are getting away with this. One is they're writing limitation on Half the boxes on that test certificate. A limitation should be there only if you cannot find that circuit. Well, you try your best to find the circuit, but sometimes it's an old circuit maybe. So it's not in there anymore. It's not even used. So you can write a limitation saying circuit's in there. I'd, I'd more than likely leave it off as well. If you've been around the whole property and it's not on, it's not affecting anything, you can leave it off. It has, on occasion, found out that, oh yeah, 
there was something. It was in the shed behind a behind a fridge or I don't know, it's hidden somewhere. You say, right, okay, no worries. I can pop back. Let me plug my tester in it. It will take me 30 minutes just to test that circuit. But yeah, limitation should not be plastered across the certificate, say limitation, 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 because they haven't done anything. That That's not worth the paper it's printed on if it's got limitation all over it. Another reason that electricians may be getting away with it for doing it £100 is because they're going in there and saying, yes, it's unsatisfactory, I'm afraid. There's a lot of remedial work needs doing. You need to do this and do that and possibly making it up just to get some more work. I know that electricians do this. Some people do. They go in there and say, well, give them a test certificate, but give them a load of limitations. I've heard stories of other people that call me up and say, look, can you do a test on this property? Because I don't really trust this guy. He's saying that I need to rewire my sockets. I've been in there before before, and found out you don't need to rewire your sockets. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just that he'd done it for £100. So they've got me in there just to test the socket circuit to confirm whether the guy was lying or not. So they've paid for an EICR for £100. They've paid me £100 to go in there and test the socket circuits. It's just completely wasting money. This is the thing. I don't get it, but... This is what customers will do. They'll always go for the cheapest option. If someone phones me up and says, how much for an EICR? I say, right, £500. And if someone comes along and says, I can do exactly the same for 100 quid, the customer's going to jump at that, let's be honest. And the third one, what maybe a lot of electricians are doing, is just making the results up. Going in there, having a little look, and even if that's a brand new build, you never know whether... That cable's been damaged. You don't even know where it's been tested, to be honest, before it was signed off, if it, if it was a new build. So you've just got to cover yourself and do the job properly. Test everything as you should, as you're trained to do as an electrician. Because when an electrician, he signs that bit of paper and he says, yep, that's safe to use and safe to safe to carry on for another five years, ten years, whatever sort of property it is, industrial, commercial... I don't know whether the, these electricians that don't do it properly, do they sit at home and worry and think, I'm going to get a knock on the door one day or I'm going to get a phone call saying, hmm, there's been a fire at this installation and your name's on the test certificate. We need to do an investigation into what happened. It, it, I, I don't think that'll ever happen to me because I make sure that I do the job properly. But what about these people that don't? Are they not worried about that? Do you not think... Damn, this could this could leave me getting a maybe a prison sentence because God forbid anything happens to anybody in that building that you've signed off safe. Or worse still, you could get a bleeding fine. I've got better things to spend my money on than bleeding fines for doing a crap job. Because at the moment, I'm in the market, I'm looking for a house. <sighs> house hunting is a nightmare. But every house that I've gone to see, being a sparky, you must know when you look at a house, the first thing you look at is the electrics. You look around. Hang about, what's that? DIY day's been here. You look at the fuse board, <laughs> that ain't been changed for a long time. So it is something that I notice all the time as a sparky. There is some rubbish DIY jobs in there. But when you see electrical DIY jobs, you can spot them a mile off. And every single house I've viewed has that. Every single house has got DIY day written all over it. They've done a stupid little job. They've done these... Stupid sometimes LED lights all around the room, which you can guarantee you put your hand up there, there's going to be electric shock. They haven't done things properly. This is how I know for a fact that if you're a domestic electrician, there's going to be work 
out there for you forever. This is what happens because there's so many people at the moment that are buying a property and then probably finding, can you bend? Or they're doing it to myself. Ben, can you come and have a little once over look at these electrics? I say, yes, I can give you a, vis a visual report, basically. And a visual report will give you an inkling to let you know. Because you, like, as an electrician, as a professional electrician, like I say, you can spot DIY Dave a bleeding mile off. You can say, right, that might, might need a little bit of further investigation because I can guarantee you it's not right. If I pull a few sockets off, cl club a, plug your tester in a little bit, just your little mind dial to say, right, it's got a live earth and neutral. It's just a little inkling to to help that customer or help that person when they buy the house think, yeah, we have bought a nice house. You can always tell from the fuse board as well. First thing, upgrade that board. It will put it it'll, everything onto an RCD or an RCBO and it'll make it safer. But firstly, you need to do a test. Unfortunately, you want to go right in, dive deep and make sure that everything's right. And I do find that people are realising this a lot more now and thinking, yeah, I've bought this house and yeah, we got a test certificate done, but it's rubbish. It's probably got a thousand limitations all in the boxes. They would just get it done quick and easy to get that house sold. And like I say, there's always an electrician that will come along and do it for 100 quid. And the bonus thing about going around and doing a little visual test on these houses, they've just moved in. So there's always an easy option to say, look, you could probably change these spots to um, in the bathroom to downlights, uh, proper LEDs, maybe something like that. You can tell, not tell yourself to work, don't sort of pressurise a customer into doing the work, but you can mention an outside socket, maybe an outside light. There's always things that people want to do when they get a brand new house. They want to get things nice. They want to get things exactly how they want it. So if you're going around there anyway with a brand new house and they're just moving in, yeah, they might want a socket here or a socket there. So yeah, you're going to get some work out of it. They're the reason they called you up. And I think it's only a matter of time until someone has done an EICR on a property and maybe something happens. So maybe catch, somebody catch fire or maybe somebody gets hurt. And that, it's going to be all over the news. Let's be honest, someone's got hurt and they're going to say, right, this guy, he's done a rubbish job and they're going to tarnish him all over the the evening news, all over the paper. There's going to be people doing posts about him on Facebook and social media. It's going to ruin you to be an electrician for the rest of your life. No one's going to, if everyone knows you as, say, this idiot that done an electrical rubbish job, no one's going to want you in your house. So all this training you've done over the years, all the qualifications that you've gained, out the window, pointless. You, you're just throwing it away. There's no point someone, you, you, even if you struggle to get a job, say you go to get a job as employed an electrician, and they're like, hang about, weren't you on the IGB news, the, the bloke that signed off that property that caught fire and hurt six people? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> you're screwed. You're screwed. This is the thing. You'll never work as an electrician again. And I'm not saying to these guys that are doing EICRs for £99 to say you need to charge more, charge a lot more up to the current regulations of having to. If you, It doesn't matter. If you want to do it for £100 where you earn £100 a day as an electrician, fine, earn £100. But do that job properly because... You're getting paid to put your name in. I can't I can't tell you enough that you'll be screwed if anything happens. So just do the job properly. And to be honest, if you're going to do the job properly, you're going to be there all day. And you don't want to be on £100. You, it's, it's more likely you want to earn double that at least. 
And sometimes that property, yes, there might be a fail. There might be something you recommend, like about that bathroom light. It's not really IP rated or it's not really suitable for the bathroom. So you have to write it down. All these recommendations that you give to a customer, it'll I think it will build respect. The customer will appreciate you being honest because they want that property into a good condition as well. Let's be honest, it's an asset to them. Even if they're landlords, it's an asset to them. They want to rent it out. So they'll probably appreciate it. And then that's the sort of people that you want to do work for. You don't want to do the, the work for these people that just want a cheap job because you'll always be forever doing cheap work. So you want to get people, the customers that respect you and you respect them to do the work. And the thing is, on the report... You always give them the option to say, right, yes, do you want to do the work? You don't have to do the work. This is why we've got C1, C2, C3s to let them know what C1, C2, 3, 2, 3s are. It's a bit of a tongue twister, that. But, yeah, it's just to let them know what these mean. So you can say, yeah, that's probably a recommendation or further investigation, things like that. It's, it's, a, it's a whole explanation on that test certificate. This is why it doesn't take 30 minutes. It takes a lot longer. Because the amount of times that you've been around somebody's house and say, we well, yep, want garden lights, want garden sockets, and you're like, well, sorry, your, your fuse board needs upgrading. And that's obviously a minimum of £500 to upgrade it. But it was a cheaper option. You can put a little two-way board in next to it, and then I can control my new circuits or protect my new circuits from there. And yet, that is a cheaper option. But every time I've done that, less than a year later, that customer's called me up. And says, like, can we upgrade the fuse board now, like you said before, that we need to? I said, not a problem. It's fine. It gives you a little bit more work in the future. This is the thing. You don't have to do it there and then. I know a board change is a nice, easy job. You sit in one place, playing the board, testing it around, then you got around the house at the end of the last couple of hours. But, yeah, you don't have to do it there and then. So... Giving the customer the options of maybe putting a small board in, it will lead to more work later on. And I definitely build a no like, and trust factor with your customer. I think being honest with the customer, blatantly honest with the customer, is the best thing you can do. Because sometimes I know for a fact I've been there before where you say, look, that socket, I've just been around. I wanted to make sure that circuit was off. I've plugged my tester in. You ain't got an earth on that socket. And me being a little bit of a... I want to know what's wrong. I pulled the socket, so I tried to find the earth, and it's, it needs tracing out, finding where that is. I need to further investigation. So I let the customer know, saying, look, you've got a socket there. It's got no earth on it. Just don't use it. Like, I know I'm not here to do that, but you don't use it. And they appreciate that, because they never know. They might come later on and say, right, Ben, we want to re rewire them sockets anyway, because we're getting our kitchen done, maybe. Or we're getting all the upstairs renovated, so can you come and do all the work in there? And being honest with the customer, let's be honest, again, honest, honest, take too much, it will help your business grow over time. It will help customers know, like, and trust you, like I say. And that just helps. It has helped me. It's exactly what I do. It's helped me making friends with customers and they trust you and say, right, Ben, remember when you were around you and you said that them outside lights were pants? Yeah. Can we change them? We bought some new ones. And they'll always ring you up saying, because you recommended them, they'll go out of the weekend, buy some more lights, and they'll ring you to put them up. And like I say, an EICR is a bit like an MOT, like they get for a car, but it's an MOT on the property. Now, would you drive around in a car with a dodgy MOT? <laughs> I don't think so. But the unfortunate thing is that from a customer's point of view, eh, they don't care. They just see the figure. They don't care that maybe 
yeah, you're going to take 30 minutes. As long as they get a bit of paper that says satisfactory, they're not bothered. But they will be bothered if anything happens and they need to use that certificate. What if there's a fire at that property? And they say, right, was the electrical test done on the property? Yes. Look, it was done by this guy. That's it. He's passed the buck. I can guarantee you they will look at everything to pass the buck ASAP. Because landlords these days, they're required to have an up-to-date EICR on their properties. And if they can get it quickly, easily done, like a dodgy MOT, get it done overnight possibly for 100 quid, now, a, lot, a lot of landlords, they will. They jump at the chance, and that's what they do. I think this is how people that do these, or electricians that do this, they stay in business because they can do them overnight. And let's be honest, some of these landlords, they don't care that maybe there's small children in the house or maybe there's disabled people in the house. They just care that that test certificate's on that property and nothing's stopping them getting their rent. But I say it isn't every every single landlord, you know. It's probably 80%. And the unfortunate thing is there'll always be electricians out there that will do it for a quick 100 quid. This is the thing that, that but more, more likely... Not even electricians, to be honest with you. Because like I say, you have to, it stipulates on there that you have to be a competent person. And they can do, they can, it's a scam in the way, isn't it? That you can go along to a property and say, yes, I'm an electrician. I can fill out this test results. And there you go. There's a bit of paper saying you've got an EICR. Just write EICR at the top. They don't care. I don't think that letting agencies actually know whether they're authentic or not. As long as I've got a bit of paper that says, yes, this house has been tested, that's all they care about. They can't confirm it with anybody. But I don't think it's a good idea to do it. So make sure that you're not one of them people that get caught out by doing one of these EICR drive-bys one day. But you can see how these cowboy electricians or cowboy builders, cowboy anything, cowboy tradesmen, they get away with it. Because as I've never been asked for my qualifications. I've never been come into a property or started a job and said, right, can I see your qualifications, please, to make sure that you are qualified? You just tell them you are, and people believe you. I tell them I am because I actually am. I have got the bit of paper. I can back it up. If they want to see my qualifications, they'll see my cards. Fantastic. Please ask. I pay a fortune for them every year. But they never ask. I've never had to show anybody. And these cowboys, they're around. So check out the podcast, Jobs That Cowboy Electricians Have Bodged, and left dangerous. I'll leave a link to that one in the show notes below. So until next time, I'll see you again.